<laughs> Welcome to the Fold Guy. <laughs> I'm trying to dance and read, and it's just not working. Welcome to the Full Dive Gaming Podcast, bringing a weekly dive of all the news, discussion, and condensed nerd talk you need for virtual reality gaming every Friday. I'm Jay Rat. I'm a virtual reality YouTuber, streamer, and the host of tonight's podcast because our producer is still following the Jonas Brothers tour around. Of course. And I'm Destiny Wheeler, entrepreneur and VR enthusiast. And I'm Adam Charlton, a software developer who really loves ramen. <laughs> apparently, apparently <laughs> any kind of, uh, I'm not even going to get into that debacle. <laughs> so if you're out there and you haven't seen our YouTube channel yet, we're all sitting here in VR, interacting as if we were really together in one room. Check out the channel if you want to see us and our lovely virtual faces. We're going to be running tonight's podcast in four sections. First, a Q&A section from our Discord and Patreon community. Second, a VR gaming news section. Third, we'll be talking about the games we've been playing this week, whether they're oldies or goldies or whether they're brand new. And then fourth, we'll have a discussion that changes week to week. This week, we're talking about the Oculus Quest 2 elite strap controversy that is unfolding. Last week, we covered going hands-on with the Quest 2. This week, we're talking about problems. So, hey, what does that mean? Well, if you want to hear last week's, check out last week's podcast to hear all about it. <laughs> what a week. What a week it has been. Uh, oh, yeah. Let, Let's talk about questions and answers. Destiny, did, did you get a question? Yes. So first we have from Starsight. Do any of you watch anime? And if so, what anime? Um, Actually, no. It's never really been my thing. I'm not into anime. What about you, Jay? Destiny, you're just too cool for school. Well, same <laughs> too, too here, cool. actually. I watched a little bit. My brother tried to get me into Sword Art Online, and it it's like about VR. So I watched a little bit of that, and I mean, I've seen bits and pieces here, but I don't I don't actively watch any of it. But I'm sure Adam does. Well, I mean, you know that I speak fluent Japanese and lived in Japan for years, right? So, <laughs> right, right. So there's a couple of anime shows that I watch. Uh, Full Metal Alchemist, but other than that, I actually don't watch a ton of anime. But Full Metal Alchemist really worth it. <laughs> nice, cool. I haven't heard of that one. I'll have to check it out. <laughs> yeah, it's really good. Pretty short in comparison to anime, you know, like other anime things. Um, really good story. Highly recommend it. Do you think you get a better experience because you don't have to read the subtitles? Ooh, mm, I don't know. I still read the subtitles, actually. I, I, I'm i one of those weirdos, though, that actually prefers TV with the subtitles on. <laughs> Ooh, mm-mm. I hate subtitles. They oh, just distract you I'm from yeah, the show. Yeah, exactly. I'm too ADD for that. Like, if, <laughs> if they're on, that's all I can pay attention to. Mm-mm. Really, I've I've gotten so used to them now, though, that like I feel like I can I can kind of read it and also watch the show at the same time. I don't know. I'm just Lucky. used to them. <laughs> I, I prefer it. It's like, oh wait, what did that character just say? Nope, I have it all written out right in front of me. Great, <laughs> right. no second so guessing. A special, special kind of guy, Adam. I appreciate that. Uh, <laughs> what, there, don't you have it? Someone asked you a question, Adam. What, what, what's that? Yeah. So this question comes from K twenty seven. And he asks, with the amount of licensed IPs used for VR, like Star Wars, Doctor Who, Rick and Morty, what other non-game IPs would you like to see and experience in VRs? And so, I, I don't know. For me personally, the number one IP that I would love to see is something like Avatar The Last Airbender in VR. Ooh. That would be such a cool game to experience, personally. Being able to, like, you know use your hands to bring up a column of dirt and punch it at your enemy or firebending. It just sounds so cool. That's, that's my kind of game. That does uh, sound pretty cool. Destiny, right? 
that would be cool. I don't know. I feel like the games that I've kind of mentioned, one, they're they're kind of big names, like as far as the in the actual like video world. So I don't know if they count or not, but you know, I've mentioned Blair Witch, which is now coming, and then like the Friday the thirteenth game would be cool, you know, for it to come to VR. So <laughs> but like I said, I don't know if that counts or not. Oof. But yeah, that uh, Blair Witch. Yeah, we'll talk about that more in a minute. But are there any other kind of like horror series that you'd like to see? Maybe something mm. like, I, I don't know, like Twilight Zone type of stuff. Um, I know that's I not really know, like, scary, it's, but. It's, well, I love the Twilight Zone, but like that's still, at least maybe to me, seems like a big name, like a big title. But if it's not, then yeah, like something like that would totally be, you know, cool. All right. But what about yourself, Jay? You know, I, I had to think about this one because I feel like we've gotten so many of them that I was hoping for, but we're still yeah. <laughs> kind of missing like Lord of the Rings, like Harry Potter, more of the fantasy side of things. Yeah, I definitely would love to see something like that. How did I forget about Lord of the Rings and Harry Potter? Like two of <laughs> some of the biggest IPs out there right now. <laughs> Just once again, I'm stealing your answer. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. Well, we had another question from Elijah. If Elijah, if you're out there, our producer's not here. He kind of was the one that could have answered the question best. So I'm actually going to jump over to a question I saw come up in chat over here. Someone asked, uh, Quest 2, Rift S, or PSVR, which do you like more? And since I have all three, I will tell you, uh, I love the PSVR, obviously. I was talking about that a lot. But I still am using my Rift S constantly when it comes to PCVR. Like someone even asked me today, why don't you switch to the Quest 2 full time? And the problem for me, I have a really wide IPD. And with the Quest 2, you lose a bunch of field of view if you're using the max setting. So it kind of sucks for me using the, my Quest 2. It's like really nice to play on stuff and it looks really good, but like I'm missing a chunk of vision because of it that I, I want that chunk of vision. I want to be able to see Adam out of the corner of my eye when I'm annoyed with him and I don't want to look straight at him. <laughs> I don't want to like look straight at him when I do stuff, you know, so... <laughs> So for me, I'm still. What, Destiny? You have to side eye. Yeah, exactly. But I can't do that in the quest too. I literally have to like. (laughs) I have to be like this far to be able to see him. I can't in the Reftus. I can turn here and I can still see him. But in the quest too, I'd have to like give him all my attention, and I don't want to do that. (laughs) It's like it's like watching videos, but filmed in like the (laughs) the vertical mode, right? You got the black bars on either side. (laughs) You're constantly just wishing you could see to the side a little bit what's happening. (laughs) so actually chat has had some awesome answers to some of our questions today someone mentioned dragon ball as an ip that they'd love to see in vr that would kind of be cool just like ah you know (laughs) just get really angry and then you suddenly get golden hair and can you know kamehameha perfect yes Yes, I just <laughs> barely know what you're talking about, but yes. Really? I mean, even people that I feel like don't know anime know Dragon Ball Z, right? Destiny, you know Dragon Ball Z? Yeah, I know what it is. Yeah, you see people know about Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> That's exactly how I felt. I'm like, I, I've heard the things I've heard said. The name, I... yeah. <laughs> oh, whatever. Heard those words. <laughs> Individually, oh. but maybe not together, right? <laughs> <laughs> right. We'll just put it together. But before we get into another fight, because me and Adam tend to do that, I'm just going to push us straight through to the news section. But first, you know what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about Asterion. They have 
amazing looking universal VR headsets. They're our sponsor. We want to say another great thank you to them. If you haven't checked out the Asterian Aura VR headset stand, it's got RGB lighting, a sleek, minimalistic look. It's perfect companion to your headset, especially because I asked a couple of you on Instagram, where does your headset live? And people told me the floor, the box, <laughs> a table. This thing is actually worthy of your gorgeous VR headset that you spent all this money on. It looks gorgeous sitting on it. Adam, you love yours, right? Absolutely love it. Use it all the time. I honestly can't imagine my life before I had it. <laughs> and Destiny, how many do you have? Two, and they are Oof. glorious. <laughs> yeah. Check them out. Uh, if you go to asterianproducts.com, use the code full dive, one word, full dive, you can get $5 off any order, $19.99 or more. And, uh, it's not on their website yet, but they have a new product coming out that's based on the Aura, but holds your gamer headphones too. Same light up Aura and everything. You've seen it on Instagram, Destiny. What do you think of it? It's so funny because like every time we talk about, you know, where we're going to put our headsets, like I've actually kind of thought about that. My my actual headphones, they just kind of chill over my microphone on my PC and they, I don't know. They just don't look good there. They just kind of look unorganized. <laughs> and so with this, I'm going to have a nice place for my headsets and my headphones. Very streamlined. It's it's all coming together. Asterion's making it happen for all of us. They are. <laughs> Sorry, I'm getting kind of distracted here. My uh, freaking battery's already out. <laughs> in your uh, right controller or in your left yes, one? My right one. <laughs> What in the heck is happening? Okay, we'll take a pause. Uh, This part will be cut out. So you want to replace it again real quick? And we'll just chat (laughs) with chat. Sorry, (laughs) Rip. Yes, yep, sorry. I was was trying to like just keep going and making it happen, but I'm not going to be able to move any of the script without it. Yeah, yeah, go get a new battery. Hold on. Uh, Yeah, World's Average Gamer is talking about Waltz of the Wizard. Waltz of the Wizard is, you know, that's a game that I've really been meaning to pick up for a while. Maybe I should just pick it up and talk about it next week. Have you played it? Do it. I haven't, no. I, oh. I have a hard time. I don't think I've played it. There's one game called Waltz of the Wizard, right? Because then I've played Wizards Enhanced Edition, I think. But okay. I think, and I've played Wands. I don't think I have, I don't think I even know exactly what Waltz of the Wizard is. But like, we have a lot of wizard games, so I, I get a little lost. Yeah, well, I'll probably talk. I'll, uh, I might pick up Waltz of the Wizard and play it next week. There's a couple other games I want to play in this next week, but Waltz of the Wizard might be one of them. That would be cool. I'd love to hear about it because I, I like I they, they all kind of blend together for me at this point, and so I never yeah. know like oh which one's worth getting because it's like I played a couple and some of them just aren't amazing. So I want to find a good wizard one that that actually feels cool. Uh, Jay Jordan is rightfully calling you out for not knowing about Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> well, you actively avoid. I I mean, I haven't actively avoided it. It's just never come into my life. I'm not I don't know I'm, how. It's like didn't you know anyone that watched it or anything? Like I, I mean, really didn't get into anime after I lived in Japan, but podcast, even I knew about Dragon Ball Z. Outside you know? of this podcast, I don't really hang out with people like you, Adam. Oh, so. that hurts me. <laughs> I, think, I think that was an insult. <laughs> it wasn't. It's just it's a statement of fact. I don't know people who watch or play Dragon Ball Z. Uh, so I, I mean, well, I've, I don't I've watch Dragon Ball Z, but I know of it. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's like I've seen some episodes, which apparently is like infinity more than you've done. Oh, it is. It is. Yeah, I, I've never seen the episodes. I know of the the Kamehameha thing because I've seen that and stuff, but I, I could not tell you like the name of characters. I, I have no idea. 
I I did watch a little bit of Digimon when I was younger. That's that's about my whole foray into that world of uh, <laughs> of shows. But yeah, I definitely I kind of missed out on a lot of this stuff because like Pokemon was really big, you know, when I was young. But yeah, it yeah. kind of like fell into the realm of like evil with it being monsters. Like so, I wasn't really like a wait. Are you to kidding watch. me? No, <laughs> I wasn't really allowed to like watch it. So I kind of missed the whole wagon from there. Oh, I, that's rough. I watched a little Digimon when my parents weren't home, but that didn't <laughs> last very long. So gotcha. yeah, I kind of missed out. I don't know any people that didn't watch Dragon Ball when they were kids. Well, now, you know, one, <laughs> you know, one. Yeah, I, I we also in my house when we had TV, we rarely had cable. And so when we did have TV, it was like, oh, such a short lived thing. I didn't get to get into shows a lot. We just kind of. Just kind of, I missed out on a lot growing up. I spent a lot of time uh, on my trampoline until I broke my arm on it. And then that was the end of that. You know, I think that this is some of the best conversation we've had on the podcast so far. <laughs> I think this is the best look Destiny has had on the podcast so hey, far. Hey, hey, hey. I can do that. <laughs> can you, I'm trying can to find my left it? hand. <laughs> it looks frightening. You look like you're part of the haunted house that we're hanging out in right now. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, magic cards. Yep, I couldn't play Magic, Dungeons and Dragons, uh, really? The Simpsons, uh, Beavis and Butthead. All that stuff was off limits. Yeah, well, you got to make cards, up for it now. You got to make up for it now, man. <laughs> magic cards would have been bad. Like if I'd been caught having those or something, I don't even know what would have happened to me. Really? Yeah, yeah. Well, it's probably good that you didn't get into them. They're just, you know, people call them cardboard crack, right? So. <laughs> uh oh. It See, Destiny was working around. for like a second. I Is think just... you're just starting to learn that quest controllers tend to die. One of mine did. Like just completely stopped working? Well, no, it's got bad stick drift and moves me around when I don't want it to. Dragon Ball Z is an alien with power that can do anything. Is that really true? Favorite um... PSVR games. Uh, top five, Beat Saber, Walking Dead Saints and Sinners. Pistol Whip, Astrobot. I can't remember what my fifth one was. I did a list of top ten, but I can't remember. Sure. Those are those are some of the best ones. You know what? We're just gonna have to go with it. Y'all are, are basically just gonna see my left hand moving and not my right one. So okay, well, just every once in a while nice. pull your mouse and you can move the you can move the thing down so you can see. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. We'll make it work. So we're we're gonna go back into podcast mode here. Adam, tell us about some news. Sure, so we have some really exciting news for you Star Wars fans out. Just a couple weeks ago, we were talking about the release of Star Wars Squadrons, one of my all-time favorite games already. Well, Star Wars fans have something new to celebrate. And November 19th, the new Star Wars game Tales from Galaxy Edge is coming to Oculus Quest. This game features intense blaster fights, some famous character meetups like R2-D2 and C-3PO. You're repairing droids and even unlocking your inner Jedi with lightsabers in the force. Pretty similar to Vader Immortal from the looks of it. This game is going to be delivered in parts, though, with the first part coming November 19th and another installment coming in 2021. However, and this is the big news here, this is an Oculus Quest exclusive. Means that you Rift fans are out of luck with this. (laughs) Oculus is really moving away from... The Rift, they're, they're kind of leaving it in the dust here, and I think this is the first indication of it. It is, but this is also what they did with Vader Immortal. Vader Immortal started out only on the Quest, and then it came to PC, and then it finally came to PSVR even. So I'm kind of hoping this is following that cycle, but I don't know. I'm 
this game looks so good that I, I'm just thankful I have a quest because <laughs> I saw a scene of it where you're like, they, you had a blaster and you're shooting and then they punched someone in the face and then they had a lightsaber in their hand. Like this looks kind of like, like you took all the mechanics of saints and sinners and put it in a star Wars game. I am so excited about this. It does look incredible. Is it enough to get me to buy an Oculus Quest 2 and sell my soul to Facebook? Uh, I don't know. But you know, it looks pretty good. <laughs> what about you, Des- Destiny? You, you, you know, your primary headset here is the Quest. Do you think you're going to pick this up? Uh, no, probably not. It's not really my thing. But um, <laughs> I, I'm kind of noticing that too, though, as far as like already being like Quest 2 exclusive. Is that what you said? It's for the Quest 2? Or both the quest, one? both of the quests. Oh, okay. Then never mind. I was about to make a point, but that's not <laughs> relevant now. <laughs> but you oh. know, I think it is a really big deal, though, that they are very almost deliberately leaving out the rift. I think Facebook is desperate to start getting people on the quest too, and they already oh, they talked are, about. Yeah. Oh yeah, the Facebook Connect. They don't want people on the rift. They're discontinuing it, and this is. The unfortunate first step on trying to really piss off all you Rift users out there. <laughs> oh, for sure. It's it's trying to just, yeah. They, not only that, like, as we see Quest 2 only things coming, as we saw the Quest 2 come out cheaper than the other Quest, like, that, Facebook just does not have any sort of customer loyalty side to them at all, it seems like. Like, they're going to get you to buy their product, and then they're they're not going to do anything more for you. It's crazy, some of the moves they pull. It really worries me. Uh, but that's a whole other subject. We won't go into that too far. Destiny, if, if this game comes out, and it's got great mechanics, great shooting, great fun, even though it's Star Wars, would you still consider trying it just because of the mechanics that are in it? Uh, not really. Like, I'm one of those people where, like, I, I don't know. I really have to enjoy the game overall, the theme. You know what I mean? Like, it okay. has to kind of, I feel like I have to kind of connect with it. So, I, I don't know. I'm kind of picky in that aspect. I mean, it sounds cool. I hope the people, because I know it's a huge crowd that it's appealing to. It, and, I you know, I hope the mechanics work well. And I hope it is a huge hit. But it's, you know, just definitely not appealing to me personally. And you know, that's totally fair. It's not for everyone, but if you are looking to get your hands on this, November 19th is the first installment for all you Quest users out there. <laughs> hey. That is, uh, yeah, that's my mom's birthday. So Ooh. happy birthday, Aww. mom. Let's play Star Wars. Uh, Destiny, <laughs> there's, a game, there's a game coming that you are excited about. Do you want to tell us about that? Yes, as soon as I can find it, since I'm having to <laughs> manually <Jammed> scroll. <laughs> flipping hand (laughs) okay so Blair Witch is finally coming to VR and it's so funny because I've literally talked about that Blair Witch and Friday the 13th are the two games specific that I knew were on VC that I thought would be cool to bring to VR and now you have right and now you have 50% of all of your wildest dreams (laughs) exactly I'm, I'm so stoked about this this is one of those games where you know they're already like not including PC VR and it is for Quest. It's so weird because for so long it was like PC VR, PC VR and mm-hmm. yeah, and and now it's like the tides are totally changing. But uh so back to the game. 
So in this game, you are placed in the original forest as the game learns your reactions to fear and stress and tailors the game to how you treat other people in the environment. It also has alternate endings. Plus, you have a dog sidekick, which I found that to be pretty crazy because there's really not a lot of games that kind of do that, that like are, you know, are based off of your fear and like stress. And I think we've actually talked about that, that, you know, it would be cool to see more games like that. So that'll be pretty interesting to see how accurate it is. Is the dog a selling point for you, Destiny? Oh, of course. Yeah, I'm <laughs> huge cat and dog lovers. So if I could have a dog sidekick, I think that's how they're making up for, you know, since it's not multiplayer or co-op. They're like, well, here, you can at least have a dog. Yeah, you, <laughs> you can't know, bring I, your best friend, but you can bring man's best friend. <laughs> I, I love exactly. animals. I kind of hate the idea of having an animal in VR, especially in a horror game. Really? When's it going to die? When's it going to die? Yeah, exactly. What's going to happen to it? How are they going to use it against me? What What other things? How? What's some of the mechanics of the game? That is Uh, true. So, like, basically, you have a camcorder that can affect the game. For example, a door is locked, but you find a tape. Watch it. Someone opens the door, and then you look, and the door is open. Another really cool thing that you know we haven't really seen before. And then, um, so it's available, it has been available for PC, as I've talked about before, but it now will hit VR and Oculus Quest on October 29th for $30, just in time for Halloween. Just in time, but on Quest Yay. only, and then it's coming to PC VR later, right? I think that's But is that official? Is that what it said? I think so, yeah. It's officially October 29th, Quests are getting it, and then at some point, PC VR will also get it, but I don't think we know when yet. So uh, okay. I'm, oh man, I don't know. I'm kind of excited but at the same time. This movie, when I talk about like what I wasn't allowed to do as a kid, somehow my mom brought this movie home one day as a, <laughs> when I was a little tiny child told me this is real. This is real footage because <laughs> she thought it was and then put it on the TV and oh watched it with me. Seriously, She's like, don't go me. in the woods. <laughs> it scarred me for life. She thought it was real. That was the campaign they had put around this movie. They'd like right, put right. these missing posters out for these people. People thought this was real found footage. Sure, sure. That messed me up so bad. I'm kind of terrified. Even just seeing screenshots, it was like the actual house that the original one had in it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I don't know if I can enter this. Maybe, maybe it's going to calm me and soothe my fear and like immersion therapy, or it's just going to give me horrible PTSD flashbacks. It's so funny to hear that because it's literally the complete opposite of my my childhood. Like this actually in a weird way um, brings back like good positive memories of my childhood. Like every weekend me and my grandma would like go to Blockbuster and on VHS we'd like rent different horror movies and get like a Domino's pizza and like get candy and like just make a whole like movie marathon out of it. And so literally since I was a kid, like i remember watching this and it's been my favorite horror movie and so to see it coming to vr like that's that's huge for me that's gonna be so much fun like i'm totally gonna get it not even a question like it's happening (laughs) i don't know how you guys like horror games so much i this is like worst case scenario for me (laughs) i i just destiny i i you had a fucked up childhood. Like, to bring <laughs> Blair Witch, to bring back good memories of your childhood. Does, what like, the heck? Like, I don't understand it this. It makes that me is... think of pizza, okay? No, I'm playing. Oh, my gosh. Dude, <laughs> I, I just have all these cherished memories of my childhood and the most terrifying movies I've ever seen. I don't know. I'm excited oh, yeah, for no. you to play this. 
and tell me about it. I, I'm going to try. I, I think Adam and Rip will probably sit this one out. I'll try yeah, it. Nope. <laughs> yeah. But this I, looks, uh... oh. Well, I can't. I am literally <laughs> unable to play this because oh, it yeah. is Oculus yeah. Quest. So. If I send you my yeah, old Quest, would you true. play it just for that? He's thinking maybe. about it. I'll maybe. <laughs> <laughs> oh my we'll see. gosh. Let's let's talk about something. Oh gosh, I don't even know. Let's talk about something <laughs> in the realm of fun. Well, less scary horror. So less scary horror. You remember the Walking Dead onslaught came out recently. Uh it's getting a new update. It's supposed to rebalance some weapons, the zombies, the combat. I have not been kind to this game since it came out. I've talked some mad crap because it was one of those games that you guys probably remember. It looked gorgeous. It looked like it was going to be really good. And then it kind of just fell flat. You immediately get bored with the gameplay. There was no feeling of threat from the zombies because I could literally just poke them all with a knife in the face and they would just <laughs> drop over and over again. And weirdly, if you had a gun, you have to shoot them twice if you shot them in the head. But if you shot him a couple of times in the body, they would also die. Like, what? This just Weird. broke all the rules of The Walking Dead. So they're trying to turn things around and fix it, which I appreciate. A lot of game companies, they get bad reviews. I mean, this has a three out of five on Oculus, a four out of five on PlayStation because they're just starving for better content. And on Steam, it actually has mostly negative Oof. user reviews. But they're not abandoning it. They're going to try to actually fix it. Right. So they're, Yeah. They're going to make guns do a one-hit kill to the head like they should. Body shots are going to be less likely to kill the walkers. There's there's a lot to it. There's a whole list if you want to go see the update patch notes. Just, just Google it. But I will tell you, these sound like improvements. I don't know what it's still going to get me to go back to the game. I already returned it. Oh, man. Well, I mean, at least, like, it is good to see that they are, like, you know, trying to at least fix it and not abandon it, like you said, because I think we've even talked about that in one of the past podcasts. Like, we didn't know which direction they were going to go with this game. But since it is such a huge title and a lot of people were excited about it, like, it's good that, it, you know, at least maybe they'll still get their money worth if they if they didn't return it. Yeah. Yeah. I you know, so. I'm not sure. It, it's one of those things where... You know, sometimes the only thing that's making a game bad is just one or two features. One or two tweaks can make it better. But, you know, for something like this, th these are some core fundamental problems that had the game. And I'm not sure if tweaking some of these little things is going to bring users back to it. I mean, it, it kind of had a rough start. I think that even with even if the game became incredible overnight, I think it has so much bad press. I, I think it's still kind of going to die. too far gone. <laughs> yeah, I think it's a little too far gone. I mean, there's only so much they can do with the game that it's already out there. You know what right, I mean? Right. Well, and it's it's VR. So, Because I, I think about an example like No Man's Sky. Remember their horrible Oof. mess that they did? But they had a huge audience potential. I mean, all it's on every gaming console out there. So they had the chance to like fix it and make it better over time. And they really did. I just don't think there's enough people that care about Onslaught. Even if they try really hard, I don't think enough people are going to make that difference to make it a popular game again. Yeah. Well, you know, honestly, one thing that I am glad about, I'm glad that they didn't just abandon it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad that they are recognizing like, hey, this yeah. game, it does have some problems. Maybe we can do some things better. And they are trying to give it a better experience to those who bought it. So, I mean, you know, props to them for doing that. Yeah, I mean, that does speak to, you know, their customer service. So, 
Well, if they do enough, I will rebuy it when it's on sale. So you still have you still have a chance. There you me. go. <laughs> I was impressed with how it looked. I liked that it had the actual characters from the show, even if all their voices weren't the same. So I'm kind of on the fence. I did return it, but if it goes on sale and it's improved, I would buy it again to give it another shot. So Servios, give it a shot. <laughs> Black Friday is coming out. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, speaking of games and updates, Adam, what, what's our next news? Right. So the next news is about one of my favorite games that I've picked up in the last couple of months, Stride. So this early access smash hit has a huge update coming with arena and time run modes coming just next week in October 30th. So time run is going to have the player completing a set, you know, fixed course in the shortest time possible with global leaderboards so that you can brag to all your friends about beating them. Um, <laughs> the arena mode is actually totally shaking up um, the gameplay that we know so far. Instead of being a linear running through a course, it is more of an open world sandbox type of setting with collectibles and everything. And you got to run through the course and kill all the guards that you see in the area. Um, in my personal opinion, it's going to be an absolutely incredible addition to an already very unique UR VR experience. I don't know. I know that, Jay, you've played it some, but you were kind of uh, iffy on the controls and just playing the game overall. Would this be the update to bring you back to stride? It might. It it definitely has the potential. I worry when I hear like arena kind of sandbox open, I worry that like it would just be a little overwhelming. Like I'd have too many different paths I could take and I'd be having like a hard time navigating it all because it's such a fast, fast paced game that it's, I feel like being linear, it's kind of easier to like stay on one path. Yes. But I definitely, if, if they fixed my issues, weren't really with the gameplay that was with like the grabbing mechanic, not always working for me and the jumping mechanic, not always working as long as they fix that stride could be a really fun experience but they can't add a bunch of content without fixing that and get me back into it they gotta fix the basics first okay and i know that they have had some updates where they've been trying to tweak it but you know i've been hearing this complaint it's not an uncommon opinion for some people it just i don't know the grabbing mechanics don't really work well for me i don't know it it's been an absolute joy to play every time i've picked it up and I know, Destiny, I know you haven't picked this game up, but hearing these um, these additional game modes like the time run and the open world arena, could this be the update that gets you to pick up stride? No, I mean, going by like the things that Jay has said about it, honestly, <laughs> is definitely like turned me off from the game. So I think, <laughs> didn't Rip have similar uh, problems with it? Yeah, Rip definitely has had similar Oculus. problems. Oculus touch controllers, I think, definitely have it worse. Yeah. Because everyone who's tried it on Oculus seems iffy. And then some people on Index, like you, have said it's great. Others have had it more iffy. But I definitely think there's an issue with our our grip buttons have kind of a dead zone in them that don't that mess up a lot of games. But in this game, just messed it up good. Yeah, so that's what I'm kind of thinking. Like, if it is a controller thing, you know, unless I did have the Index controllers, regardless of, you know, these other things, which, I mean, sound really cool. Like, it's, you know, it's nice that, you know, that's getting added. I just still don't think that, you know, with these amazing Oculus controllers, it would be for me, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so and I totally get that. the person that can't even use my right hand. <laughs> that's how well it's going right now so yeah no game for me yeah oh, well no. that's a shame because so far stride has been it's been in my top five vr games easy and i'm really excited to see it get even better um 
but Jay, you have some more news for us? Maybe who, something a little bit about those Facebook? <laughs> who here loves typing on virtual keyboards? I Says do. No one. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's no one ever. Well, <laughs> Facebook is trying to actually make typing on a virtual keyboard as fast as a real one. And I got to tell you, when I saw that headline, I was like, there's no way. There's no way they can do that. Well, hmm. apparently to support touching without a keyboard and without the benefit of like that, being able to feel the actual keys type, they had to kind of make sense of, of these crazy typing patterns people do when they're typing, how their hands move and such. So you can check out the Facebook blog if you want to hear all the crazy tech jargon that actually went into it. But basically what it's doing is it's predicting what people intend to type despite their hand motions. So Oof. rather, yeah, it's crazy. So rather than rather than just like where are where is each finger going, it's looking at how the hands are actually tracked fully. What like movement does each joint in your pinky make when you're trying to press a key or what mm. does what is happening to your joints and stuff when you're actually trying to press a certain key. And it's making sense of that rather than just where you're actually tapping on a table or something where there's no keyboard. That's uh, crazy. They, they use this and the typist was actually averaging 73 words per minute with a 2.4% uncorrected error rate. And all this just using their hands in a flat surface. And this was actually comparable speed and accuracy to the same person on a physical keyboard. Wow. Hmm. Uh, so I, that is incredible. Yeah. It's hard to imagine what, what this means, but like we've all tried it. We've tried to type on our tablets. We tried to type on our phones. There's just something never quite right about not having an actual physical keyboard to touch. Well, this is saying that you would just be doing the same motions you are on a physical keyboard, but it would be translating the actual movements of your fingers and working. Uh, this blows me away. I, it's hard to imagine where this is going to go or what this actually means. But they said basically hand tracking is uniquely good at isolating the individual finger trajectories as they reach for keys. And that information is something that no other thing has. When you type on a tablet, it doesn't know what your finger's doing. It only knows where you're actually tapping. And yeah, where you're typing. Yeah. Tap, tap, tap. No, th the this is one of those. already oh. so buggy. Yeah, this this is just research. They're doing it. I think they had sensors on their fingers so they could really see where the fingers were going. Uh, this is not going to be an Oculus Quest 2 hand tracking. This is going to be down the road, like a ways out. But the fact that they're actually getting it even comparable, it's hard to imagine that maybe the future of VR workspaces doesn't even have a real keyboard in it. And, you know, and that's really the future that Facebook is trying to go to, where you just put anywhere. on your headset anywhere. You can be in a completely blank room for all they care. And you just have your full workstation work from anywhere, type in the air, type on your knees and just, you know, get to work. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, this type of thing is incredibly interesting to me. And I, but I am so glad I'm not the person making it because holy <laughs> crap, this would be so hard to make and props for them for doing it. But I don't know. I, I've had a roller coaster of emotions just hearing you guys talk about this, right? And I'm like, okay, yeah, physical keyboards suck. Or I mean, virtual keyboards suck. Ooh, maybe they're actually going to do well. But Oculus hand tracking sucks. Boosh. Oh, yeah. no. Okay. I hate it again. <laughs> What do you think, uh, Jay Destiny? Do you think that even with the Quest 2 and the upgraded camera suite, is the hand tracking going to be good enough to be able to do a virtual keyboard like what they're talking about? I'll say this. like I was so excited when the hand tracking came to Quest, and I literally 
do not use it at all. Like I have it turned off at all times and I only use the controller. The, um, I mean, it's, it's cool. Like I said, I was super excited about it, but it is such a letdown. Even with like the updates and improvements they've made, it is so buggy and it's just not worth it for me. So if they can get it to the point where it's as good as what they're saying or what they're visualizing, and like Jay said, you know, with like later on models that can handle it, then that that would be amazing. I mean, that would be game changing for VR. That would be awesome. So Jay, I know that you've had experience trying out both the Quest 1 and Quest 2. Does the Quest 2 have upgraded cameras and can you maybe tell a difference with hand tracking? No, it's got the same. It seems to all be the same cameras. They're, they look like they're pointed maybe a little different, but it's not enough to notice it. But this still excites me in a way, like thinking about is this possible? Because like when Natalie started working from home, like she had to bring her monitors home or computer home. Like, yeah. imagine if she, all she had to do was bring a headset home and play. Yeah. And then, like I said, this is in research. There's no way the Quest or even the Quest 3, I think, will actually be able to pull this off because like the hand tracking is not terrible for the games that are meant for it. But the problem is, unlike the controller, the controller always works unless you're in a completely dark room. The hand tracking, lighting is a factor. Your skin tone versus right. your carpet color is a factor. Like some people put it on and it doesn't work at all for them. And some people put it on and it works pretty well for them. It's There's too many variables yeah. for it to work right. And there also, I swear, there would have to be, I mean, to really see your fingers, there'd have to be like a camera sticking up off the top that aimed down or something. I can't imagine yeah. they could put hand tracking cameras anywhere on this thing that would actually see your hands well enough or wrist watches maybe that that might actually make more sense for this mm -hmm. to really work two wristbands that can see your hands and maybe that would work but even i feel like this is one of those things that the kids when this start that grow up with this will prefer this to a real keyboard where like even now because people tell me oh i prefer typing on a phone and i prefer i'm like what is wrong with you <laughs> that you would prefer working on a phone well if that's what you grew up with this big cumbersome keyboard is going to seem more annoying so I don't think I could ever get really good at this, but I do think maybe the kids who are in school and start actually using these in school and grow right. up with this, they might they might think it's weird to type on a real keyboard. Yeah, we have a couple of guys in our live chat right now that are saying that they really like typing on a phone, and I'm just like, how? How? What? Yeah, I grew I up miss... on keyboard too, so... It's I miss the QWERTY first. keyboards on phones, man. I was a lightning at texting on those things because you could feel the buttons. Now that it's now that it's on a on the actual screen, like it drove me crazy when I finally made the switch. And I still I'm not nearly as fast. And I use the backspace key so much because of that. Same. <laughs> I'm glad it's you guys get it. I'm glad the chat, though. I'm glad to hear that. that I think this is I think this is more for you than it is for us. <laughs> You will enjoy this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, before we get into the games, Adam, you want to tell people about Asterion? I would love to tell people about Asterion. Asterion offers... Offer, bleh, bleh. <laughs> <laughs> They're not awful. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, you know, I just roll this back a whole 10 seconds, right? Because truly, Asterion is a company to talk about. Asterion offers incredible quality universal VR headset stands. So instead of you know, you get done with your awesome VR head um, session, playing Beat Saber, Pavlov, and put it on the ground. You don't do that. You got to put it in its VR shrine. <laughs> and Asterion is able to offer an incredible stand that works with every headset across the board with RGB lighting and a minimalistic look. You are not going to regret picking up one of these. And in fact, when you go to asterionproducts.com and use the code Full dive, F U L L D I V E, 
you can get $5 off any order $19.99 or more. So honestly, it is an incredible headset stand. I will recommend this to anyone I ever meet. Go check it out. Do yeah. it. You use that code. It's 25 bucks for the stand. That is honestly, I feel like it's a ripoff to the company. Already 30 bucks is a really good price for how good this thing looks. It can charge your stuff with a USB port on the side. Like 25 bucks for this is a crazy cheap price. That's why they oh, actually yeah. they sell out of them a lot. They're constantly having to up their production because a lot of people are buying these. They're they're amazing. And once you get it, you're going to be taking pictures of it, posting it because it's so pretty. You want to show it off. Exactly. Get it out of the box. So a game came out today. I want to tell you about it. It came out in early access for eleven dollars. It is called Cradle of Links, which I'm sure none of you have heard of that, right? It sounds like a band. Absolutely not. <laughs> it, sounds like a, it does sound like a band. Actually, it sounds more like a band than a game. And I'm not really sure how the name. I'm not really sure how the name ties in because it's like a Victorian era, uh, zombie apocalypse kind of game. Hmm. Right. What? Right. And and hold on. I hold on. I need to, I need to parse that <laughs> sentence for a second. A Victorian era zombie apocalypse game. Yeah, nice. it makes me think of that movie Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. Oh gosh. <laughs> <laughs> but but unlike that movie, this doesn't last nearly as long. Uh so the game it's it's a typical first person VR game, uh but it's in very early access. Today's the first day it came out and it does not run great the graphics look gorgeous everything in it looks really good and you're like oh my gosh i'm so excited this is gonna be good the movement just feels wrong Oof. you move your head six inches in real life and it's gonna move like a foot and a half in game so what? immediately you, you feel disoriented uh -oh. uh, you walk pretty fast but you turn really slow <laughs> it you have to grab things with your trigger and then drop them by pressing your grip button what so that was oh, wait what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Imagine that, because we're so used to holding stuff with our grip button. Every time I tried mm -hmm. to grab something, I immediately dropped it because I went to hold it with my grip button. Oh, I, eleven dollars I paid for this too, on Steam. Eleven dollars for something early access. It didn't run well, and and it like there's a scene where you have to like get an injection in your hand because it's like an antivirus to this stuff. Well, I struggled, everybody watching the stream struggled for like two minutes trying to grab onto this thing to have it give me the shot. And then I finally figured out later, here's the shot thing. I had to grab over here to get it to work for some reason. Oh. I don't know why. The gun had a delay on it, so I'd pull the trigger, oh. and then you'd have to wait about a third of a second for it to actually fire. See if it works. There's, there's no reload button. You run out of ammo and you have to press the trigger like three or four more times until it magically reloads itself. It was what? it was just a headache from the start. And then of all the of all the audacity the developers had, I finally just I pushed through and I said, I'm going to keep going. And then the game ends like 15 minutes in. It's just and it says the next chapters are coming like. I fought with your game so hard to try and continue streaming, <laughs> continue playing it. And then you just crap out and end on me like that. Yeah. yeah. K K27 was in my stream and he's here in the chat. He says, you played twice in under an hour. I did. I played it tw through twice in less than an hour. And it was, Jeez. it was just a nightmare. It seems like it should have been one of those like 99 cent demos. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's... honestly, it sounds more like a tech demo than anything. How did this ever get to early access with the performance so bad? 
I have no idea. I kept saying this should be an alpha being tested right now and not even available to the public. Like, <laughs> this is a crying shame that this was out. I'm hoping this, this is the only video I could find on YouTube was mine. I'm hoping the developer sees it and takes some of it to heart. Because, like, <laughs> you got to change this up. I would pull it from the store right now if I was them. And come keep working on it and put it back once it's at least a little more presentable. Because this game is going to make you sick as hell. Even with my extreme ability to get through bad games, I felt like I could tell this was messing with me. It was that bad. You know, it's it was an interesting experience listening to talk about this game because at every point I'm like at the beginning, okay, so it runs a little choppy. Yeah, that's okay for an early access. You move fast, but the turn's a little slow. And that's something that can easily be changed. It just like got worse and worse it, though. Yeah, every got worse. second, every second you spoke about it. And the second I heard about there's a delay between when you pull the trigger and when you shoot, I'm like, okay, yep, nope, I couldn't handle it. Because <laughs> that's just totally, the worst. It was so bad. I, I wish I could say anything good besides the graphics looked good. And that's what drew me in. Like, it looks like it's going to be really good from the screenshots. Mm-hmm. And you get in and it's just disappointment stacked on disappointment for the whole entire <laughs> game. Oh. I, I, have, I, have nothing, I have nothing for it. The voice acting was okay, I guess, if I had to really struggle. There's this weird, <laughs> creepy, creepy girl that you're like, that's like, Hey, come here, come here. And like gives you your first gun. The voice acting was okay. Although the girl looks like she's like 10 and she sounds like she's 30. So I'm guessing this was like the developer's friend that like just put the voice in. Like, well, try and try and do a kid voice if you're going to have it be a kid or make it an adult. Like, don't do this weird thing where I, I hear this voice and I'm looking for someone else when I see this kid there. Oh, it just huge didn't age count. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. But here's the important question, though. So imagine if magically they were able to announce, fix every single problem and did still say that they were going to, you know, add more chapters maybe every couple months or so. Would that bring you back to the game? Do you think it had a good enough premise where if they fix some of these, quite frankly, major issues, is there enough of a draw to get you to play it? Yeah. That it's, it would still have all the same draws it had today before I played it. It's got this like Victorian look. The graphics look great. The plot line sounds intriguing. It's got melee weapons. It's got guns. Like if they could just fix the fact that the gameplay sucks, the storyline <laughs> seems really intriguing. And that's what hurts worse. Because if it would have been a crappy story, so I could just totally write this off. But I had a little bit of excitement. Like maybe this is going to be cool because it, it kind of looks like Victorian era, era saints and sinners from the look Ooh. of it. It like looks like it's gonna be good, and it just did not deliver at all. Yeah, what do you think, Destiny? Is this sounding intriguing to our resident, you know, Saints and Sinners fan? <laughs> well, I think like one of my biggest issues. Well, you said several, but one of my biggest things <laughs> is like you mentioned that the um, controls were kind of backwards from what you're used to, right? Well, um, and I think we've kind of talked about this before, but when games do that, especially in VR, like it can really throw you off, and like. Mm-hmm. So it makes me think, like, how long have they really been in VR? Have they played enough games to also realize that? Just like on keyboard, if you're playing PC games, like, you know, people are used to WASD or usually for movement. Same thing in VR. Like, you know, we are, for the most part, used to certain controls doing certain things. So I think that would definitely be one of the first major things they would have to fix for me to be interested in that let alone you know the other crazy things that jay mentioned but yeah yeah, you know you bring up yeah you bring up some incredible points though it's almost like this is a vr game made by people that have never played vr 
Yeah. Just due to the sheer <laughs> thing. I, I don't know. It, it's like there's a certain amount of game literacy that we've been able to establish in VR so far. There's a yeah. certain order to way things are done. And it just seems like this has been going back to, you know, the early days of VR tech demos. <laughs> right. You have <laughs> yeah. to follow the rules. <laughs> right. You, you both are totally right. Because like every game that's ever tried to make your hand movement or your head movement, not one to one with real movement has learned you don't do that. And then this game has put me back in those old feelings <laughs> of like when I first played Surgeon Simulator before they patched it and I'd move my hand six inches and it shot across the room. Like, <laughs> you don't do that to people. We're Killing used to our patient. real life hands. Yes, just stabbing him in the face when you were trying to barely make an incision. Like you don't do that to us in VR at this point, developers. Like we, it's not only is it game literacy, it's life literacy in VR. We expect our hands to act like real hands. Don't mess that up. Like, yeah, yeah. it's <laughs> true. Destiny, That's you so... you've talked about it a little bit before, but it's a it's a Halloween special. Desola Desoladium Desoladium. We don't know how to say Desoladium. it. Yeah. Desoladium. Yeah. Desoladium. Tell us about this game, because I, I get more intrigued the more you bring it up. Okay, so before I get back to that, what about the other game? Did you want to talk about that, or are you going to talk about that later? I think I'll circle back to it, since I just did so much talking. I need a, I need a little break to get my mind straight again. <laughs> okay, cool, cool. Okay, so yeah, we think that it's called Desoladium. We will go with that. <laughs> but um, And I have mentioned it before, so I'm glad to finally talk about it in full, especially with it being, you know... October. So basically, it is a Lovecraft point and click first person perspective graphic adventure survival horror game. Though it is in early access, it has been awarded most innovative game by PlayStation and best sound. In this game, there is almost Oof. no motion sickness and can be played while sitting. You basically are gathering clues and solving uh, murder mystery puzzles in this like abandoned town in Spain as you like figure out what the sources of evil are. And there are different character stories with different outcomes. So there's actually really good replayability, even though it's such a weird hybrid game. And that's one of the things that I love about it. Like, it's not like the other typical horror games. It really kind of reminds me of, um, it's not really an escape room either. Like, I don't know. It's just so different. That's Like, so it's one of the things that I really admire about it. But, um, and honestly, I haven't even been able to figure it out, like, to be able to make it all the way through to technically what would be the end. So it will keep you guessing. Like, it is a very difficult game. Like, it's not something easy that you can jump through. Kind of like what you're talking about with that one game that, you know, you're done in, like, 15 minutes. It's not like that. Like it, it is, you know, it's going to give you like your money's worth. And honestly, that's one of the great things about it right now. It's free. So it's in early what? access. Yeah, it's in early access. What? And it's <laughs> been free for a while. And so, I mean, you really can't lose with this game. Okay. So it sounds incredible, actually. But is it a, is it a horror game? Or is it just sort of like a, a, a sort of evil themed, you know, puzzle or <laughs> um so yeah i mean i would definitely say it's it has horror aspects like i don't want to give too much away but basically like if you the surroundings are very very not sadistic but they are you know very horror ish but then it does have little jump scares here and there especially like if you go down the wrong path or make certain wrong decisions there will be something that scares you. And so 
I, to me, it is just like a real life. Game. <laughs> exactly. There yeah. you go. <laughs> like, it's, it's very accurate. Like, don't screw up. Like, you'll, you'll yeah. see. <laughs> so, is it K27 in the chat says he remembers the Kickstarter and he thought it was just like VR still images? Is that, is it still images or is it, it's like, Tell me, tell me about it. It is yeah. it is three sixty images. So oh. basically, oh. like you can look around, and that's why they call it technically a point and click game. But it is interactive. Like there will be certain clues, like um, certain symbols. Like you can read messages and things like that. That um, and that's kind of how you figure out, like, oh, do I want to go down this path, or oh, do I want to go down this one? And um, so I mean it it's that's why i was saying like it's so hard to describe it it is like a hybrid game it is interactive but it is like 360 still images and you're kind of going through the images hmm. okay. do you remember the game mist did you ever seen a mist yeah okay well this sounds like scary mist in vr to me and mist is actually coming to vr too so that's pretty cool but i'm i'm intrigued and it's you said it's free is this free on quest and flat pc or can i get it on pc and play it in VR still, do you know? Okay, so the way that they've been doing their funding, it's actually free on PC, on Steam, and um, you can play it like flat version in VR version. And then I believe they're actually um, working to get it to the point that it is on Quest. Like when I play it, I have to use the link. So it oh, is okay. going to be available okay. in all platforms, but right now um, I believe it's mainly PC and PC VR. And I think playstation may already have it well if it's got awards from playstation i'm definitely that's, that's what i'm thinking like but yeah, maybe like not playstation it. vr oh no it's not on playstation VR, sure but even just playstation itself gave it an award i'll check it out on pc vr <laughs> yes yeah exactly so yeah you have to let us know what you think nice okay Another so it's it. awesome that it's free because i mean i was going to ask like do you recommend it but if it's free it's like almost certainly yes but how how much would you recommend it like very recommend kind of recommend it's kind of weird with the still images or not really recommend i would very recommend i mean like i said i think that this is since it's not your typical horror game um i think it appeals to different crowds like you know we've had guest hosts on before that you know they talked about they were really into the like puzzle type games and so that's what i'm thinking like it you know it appeals to people like that it appeals to people like me who i'm more into horror games um and i've because i've only played one other game that technically would be considered a like a puzzle like mystery solving kind of game and it was cool i liked it but now with them combining both aspects like you know it's great like i think a lot of people would dig it awesome well, on that note let me tell you about a game i think destiny you would especially be interested in this game adam we'll see uh, <laughs> intruders hide and seek is basically a home invasion simulator <gasps> so you start out as a child with your family and then your family experiences a home invasion. And you are now a child who's trying to figure out how you can help your family who is caught by these people that have broken into your house. So oh, what do you wow. think? Intrigued? So it sounds like Home Alone. <laughs> <laughs> if Home Alone, home Alone VR. was a little more real and dark, 
Yes. <laughs> it's not a Halloween just, version. Yeah, you're not right. setting so up grab traps. Grab the tarantula and swing you know, the paint can, right? <laughs> you're not setting up traps and outsmarting these adults. You are trying to like figure out how to help your family survive this. Uh, but on that token, you get into the game and it seems friendly. It it doesn't seem overly intimidating. It's not that scary. When you get caught, you don't see any horrible things happen. Like it actually feels pretty good uh, when you're playing it. You're like, oh, it's kind of it's got thrills, but it's not a horror game, which I like that about it. It was that light enough good. that mm-hmm. I was like really able to enjoy it. But without any spoilers, I will tell you, it has some dark surprises in the game. You got to just stick with it. And when you get there, it's going to be like, I I had a hard time, like, coming back from this game after it was over. It was like, I, it, the problem was I played it last year during Halloween, actually. And I got to a certain point. I was kind of getting to the point where I was getting a little bored. I wasn't sure what was happening. And I stopped. And if I had played 15 minutes more, it would have gripped me through the end of the game. Ooh. I think you, I think you could beat the whole game probably in about three hours. I think it's twenty dollars if it's not on sale. It's been out for a while, so you could probably watch for a sale. But the ending brought it all together in such a way that I gotta say I would recommend this game now. Like it was, it has mostly positive reviews on Steam too. Like I think anyone who didn't give it a decent review probably just didn't finish it because I was kind of there with them. I was like, oh, I'm getting kind of bored. I kind of, I just, if I wish I would have stuck with it last year because that ending was like, oh, okay. <laughs> Like, you're saying that in a good way or a bad way? Like, you're saying that it was something that was unpredictable, like, in... It was unpredictable you know, in a good way, and, like... A good way. Like, it was, it was cool. It, it, it affected me emotionally and personally, which a lot of games don't do that. And so it just, like, it left me in a way, like, wow, okay. Like, I love a game that can actually affect me in that way, because so many games don't. Mm-hmm. Like... Like, I, I don't want to give away any spoilers, so I don't want to say more, but I would love it if either of you would be willing to try this game. You're going to have to dedicate the time. you got to mm. beat the game. But I would love to hear your thoughts on it because I was really surprised once I actually finished it. <laughs> and you said this is through Steam? It's I think it's, I, I don't think it's out for just Quest. I'd have to double check that. But yeah, it's been out for quite a while. It's on Steam. Uh yeah, I don't think it would make you motion sick, Destiny. The movement's pretty slow. It's it's a lot of stealth that you're trying to have and not getting caught during the mm-hmm. game. So I don't think it would make you sick. And I definitely, I when it comes to what would make it better, I feel like if the game had just been maybe even a tiny bit shorter, like I know it's pretty short, but like there's just the middle of it kind of kind of started to trail a bit for me. It just felt mm-hmm. like I was doing too much. Like oh, go to this end of the house and get this. Go to this end of the house and get this. But once you hit, once it hits its stride in the end, it just draws you in, and. I, like I said, I can't, I can't give away any more. I don't want to give away any spoilers, but I would love to hear if anyone else would play this and tell me what they think. I would love to hear about it. Okay. I mean, y'all yeah, check it out. I did watch the trailer um, that you shared, and I mean, it looked really cool. So it's, again, one of those video games that's very different and unique, and that's what I like about it, you know, with all the games coming to VR right now, that anything that stands out like that, I'm down to try Oh, please do. I would love to hear about it. You're going to have to dedicate a little bit of time to it, but I think it would be worth it because especially you liking to get involved in a plot line. I think you Mm -hmm. would be like, okay, this was this was cool. I do enjoy a good plot line, so (laughs) I would check it out. Well, let's talk about games that have no plot line. Adam, what did you spend time on? <laughs> well, how are we doing on time? We got enough time to do this because we could easily oh, do yeah. this one next week. Oh, yeah. We're good. We're good. All right. Well, we're going to talk about my personal favorite game of all time, Pavlov VR. <laughs> and so Pavlov, it's one of the most popular games 
ever for like all VR users. It's still top of the charts for multiplayer mm-hmm. for VR. Um, but it's coming out. They're working on their next big release. And if I was able to, in fact, anyone can go in and try out the beta. And I was able to get some great hands-on experience with this beta, the World War II weapons beta. <laughs> and so this okay. um, release is going to be enormous. They're adding five first-party maps. And so these are built by the Pavlov team to be really good and really conducive for the game. And like 20 World War II weapons, ranging from the M1 Garand to all the German submachine guns, bazookas, and World War II grenades. It looks incredible. And it adds so much variety and really texture to the game to be able to play with these World War II weapons. Um, So I'm a big World War II history buff. And so I was loving going down. They have all the weapons out in a giant line for you to try out. I was loving going down the line going, oh, hey, I recognize that. Hey, I recognize that too. (laughs) M1 Grand. Yeah, I got to try that out. It just adds something so amazing to the game. (laughs) And honestly, you guys need to try it out at some point. Like, is it open for other people to try? It is an open beta. Um, Now, with it being a beta version of their next release, there are some glitches right now. And so some of the weapons, for some reason, don't seem to fire or seem to fire um, 20 degrees below where you point it. (laughs) And so there's some glitches. There's some glitches. But it is an open beta. Anyone can try it out um, and leave feedback on it for the developers to work on. But it's it's an experience that you got to try out, in my opinion. I, w- I would be interested for for the people out there who don't really know what does World War II mean with guns. You said this is machine guns and bazookas and stuff like this is this is still decently modern weapons. This is you don't have any like pour the powder in the end muskets or any of that. Weird <laughs> no, stuff. no. Yeah, you don't, get, <laughs> you don't get like a black powder rifle. Right. <laughs> However, that would be an incredible mod. I would love that to play that. Gnarly. <laughs> Right, you get you get the maps, you get the guns. You know what I wanted to come with is outfits, though. Like I wanted to have ah, like the char- some character outfits that make you look like your Batman. Some like customizations. Well. <laughs> yeah. You know, you get to run around as Batman in Pavlov, right? <laughs> <laughs> Batman, or even just you know some sort of like World War One looking garb, like not the modern. Like I just feel like the characters are going to look so out of place if they make the environments and the guns right. I feel like the characters aren't going to look right. like World War One character or World War Two uh, characters. Just something a little uh, bit more era accurate. I'm always willing to check this out with you guys. Is it, it's in beta. Is it automatically loaded to the game or do you have to like go get it? So you have to go get it. (laughs) And so for you steam users out there, if you go to your games and you right click on Pavlov VR, go down to settings and then betas. All you have to do is you can opt in for the beta. It'll take a couple minutes to download it because it has to download the new version and set it up on your computer. But after that, you should be good to go. And you can opt out at any time, so it won't have any permanent lasting effects. Okay. So, I mean, there's no reason not to try it, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, unless unless that's too much work for you. But basically, yeah, it's free. No worries. Why not? I, so I'm guessing this is just for the PC version, right? Not the, uh, the Quest, like, side-loaded version? Correct. This is solely Steam VR version. Okay. Well, I if you guys can set up a time and get into it, I would do it with you guys. I will not go out of my way typically to pay, play Pavlov on my own, but I would love You're to play out. this with Pavlov's you. Pavlov's the best. <laughs> I, I'm, 
I know it is, but my, my time gets divided <laughs> weirdly and especially during October. But if we wanted to play this together, I would love to do that and see some of this. And who knows, maybe some of these old guns would actually make it easier for me to not get murdered as much. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, that would be fun. Let's do it. Uh, well, let's let's talk about our discussion this week. Last thing here we got for the night. The Oculus Quest 2 released eight days ago as you know, and with it came some controversy because they put a terrible headband or what seemed to be a terrible headband with it, an old elastic type like Gear VR days, but they said for $50 or $130, you can fix it with these first party Oculus head straps. I even reviewed the Elite head strap, the $50 one that doesn't have a battery. And in my review, thank goodness I said this, I was like, you know, I don't know how this thing is going to be. I feel like the gear, something, I feel like it's going to break. Well, guess what started happening? These things are breaking. Like crazy. Oh. Uh, there was a Reddit post that the person said, well, I've been playing for four days. And they showed the whole headband down the side had completely cracked through. Ooh. And and that then the first comment says, oh, well, here's more. And they posted link after link to other people who had done the same thing. They posted like 12 oh more links gosh. of the same thing that's happened. This thing's only been out for eight days. Unbelievable. I mean, that's no time. And then other people in the same thread started then posting their pictures of their broken one too. Not even the from those first 13 that we saw. There was just countless these things breaking. Uh, how how would you feel if you spent all this money? If you were about to buy one, Adam, and you probably would have bought the head strap, I'm guessing, because the, yeah, the one that I would have. Kind of, of course I would have. <laughs> eight days later, it snaps in half. I would be so pissed. And, and you know, this is honestly a result of what Facebook is really trying to do. Facebook is trying their absolute hardest to drive costs down, but the result of it is that all of their head straps that they're making are just the most dirt cheap flimsy thing possible. And so what were they expecting trying to skimp out so much, you know? It's like the default strap is uncomfortable. The pro head strap is breaking left and right. I I mean, they're trying to drive costs down to get people into it, but at the cost of having a terrible product i would be so angry <laughs> you know? so let me verify you are saying it is the upgraded one that's yep. breaking right yeah yep Oof. Yeah, i that's, know that makes so it even bad. worse <laughs> thank Almost. goodness you have the piece of crap one to go back to when your upgraded one you bought breaks on you i guess <laughs> yeah, i don't know if that's a that's pro sad. there <laughs> <laughs> thank goodness i have this piece of crap to go back to yeah <laughs> I, I can't believe it because, I mean, the Quest 1, the head strap was uncomfortable. But, man, you could run that thing through the washing machine and it, it wouldn't yeah. take any damage. It's pretty <laughs> tough. So to think that you could pay 50 bucks for this strap, thinking that it's – and it's it's decently comfortable. So you're like, oh, I got this better head strap. This is the headset I want. And then it just breaks this soon. Oh. I, I kind of feel like there's going to be a recall if there's this many. There happen. has what do you, to be. Right? Uh, I I don't think Facebook would ever own up to doing a recall on it, right? <laughs> well, yeah, that's that is true. They'd be like, Ooh, "Here that... is our upgraded version two of the headband." <laughs> if Pro you headband had a, two, if you had yeah. a one, you get a ten percent off coupon towards this one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's how they'll uh. just like be smooth and slide it in. That you know, it worries me. Like, and you brought up a good point, Adam. They've they're trying to cheap out so hard that like maybe they're cutting some really bad corners. Like, what's gonna happen next? Is the side of the headset gonna start snapping off something that we can't even fix? Like the whole headset's gonna catch on fire. <laughs> it's gonna be the Samsung Note 8 all yes, over again. Yes. <laughs> Except oh it'd be really gosh, bad because it's on your face when it happens. <laughs> oh my god. 
Well, uh, this story is only so. just developing. We only saw this and have heard about it today. I I hope that by tomorrow or the next day, Facebook will say something about this or do something about this. But they might just say, oh, well, it's only a handful of them. But mm-hmm. if I had one right now, I'd be putting the stock strap back on and sending the other one back and returning it because I wouldn't want it to last 30 days and break on day 31. And then I'm screwed. Per yeah, real. that's a huge chunk of money for that. Yeah, fifty bucks for just a, a head strap that feels ultimately very cheap is kind of shocking, and especially if you bought the the hundred twenty nine dollar battery strap with the case, yeah. And then this thing breaks. Like, Oof. what are you gonna? I, you could duct tape it with the way they're breaking, I suppose. But how janky is that now with your nice <laughs> fancy headset you want to show off to people as duct tape holding it together? <laughs> Get the white duct tape so it blends in. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> Luckily, I have some. So if anyone needs some, let oh, me know. No. <laughs> and, and you know, here's the thing, though. If this was the only thing that was going wrong with the Quest 2, that might even be acceptable. You know, it's like, eh, you know, they are trying to go pretty cheap on it and they are getting it into the hands of a lot of people. So if this was the only thing wrong, that'd be OK. The problem is that this is just a another step in the series of terrible things that are happening with the quest to release with people getting locked out of their facebook accounts and therefore their oculus accounts with all their games basically turning their quest twos into giant paperweights and breaking them i i mean this is just another awful step in the comedy of errors that is the quest to launch and it yeah. honestly makes me so sad to see it if it wasn't for that cheap price point, like this thing might be dead in the water, but that cheap price point is going to be the only thing that keeps driving this forward somehow. Yeah, but, you know, yeah, is that enough exactly. though? Is that enough? I mean, Facebook, they really went all out on cutting corners to try and make this as dirt cheap as possible. And $300 price point is incredible. But is that going to be enough to make up for the <laughs> all of the really quite serious problems that are going on? I... I think it will. What do you think, Destiny? I mean, I guess there's enough people out there that are now going to be wanting, especially the holidays coming up, enough people, you know, wanting to get into VR that this really is like their best option right now. I think that like sales will definitely continue. But for people like us, you know, who kind of know better and have been in VR a little bit longer, like that's that's ridiculous. Like that is not worth it. Like it's a major red flag, you know, to me. Like, I, I really don't want one now. Like, I I know y'all had asked me <laughs> if I would trade in my quest for one, but... Mm-mm. Not now. No, I, no. I, the thing about this one versus, like, the Facebook accounts issue, at least that can probably be fixed pretty quickly. But yeah, these it's head a software straps, issue, yeah. These head straps, most people, a lot of people bought these already, and they're out there. Ugh. So if Facebook doesn't do something, if these continue to break at this rate and they don't do something about this, this is a bigger problem because it's it's too late. It's already out there, and people are going to continue buying them if this news doesn't get yeah. out fast enough. They don't pull these things off the shelves. We're going to just see a whole flurry of these things breaking everywhere because one person even said there's broke two hours into playing. Unbelievable. That is so bad and basically where it's breaking it's breaking in the side straight up the band so what is happening yeah. is probably as they're pulling it off it's putting a little strain in that area it should be built for that but it's not so when you go to pull the back up off your head it's putting a little strain each time and just it's not gonna take that many times before it just snaps there on one side or the other that's just like how many people have had the controller snap in half like mine snapped yep. in half i had to duct tape that back together like <laughs> i mean it's 
it's crazy. Like with the controllers and the head strap, they are just not listening. Like those have been two major complaints like from the get go. Like even since I got mine, that's, you know, we've, we've talked about that several times, like as far as like comfort and like, yes, it is durable. Like I haven't had an issue with this like head strap breaking, but, um, but it's just crazy. Like they do not listen to their customers. Well, and what's starting to happen on the Quest 1, but at least this is a year and a half after launch, the head strap right at the top, the mm -hmm. plastic piece that holds that on is starting to break on people now, Oof. which is bad because even most of the aftermarket head straps rely on that. Basically, it's a piece of plastic, a plastic little bar that the Velcro wraps around in the top. Mm -hmm. People are starting to have those break now, and there's not any right. easy solution to fix that. But that's a Quest 1. That's a year and a half later. I kind of expect a product to start having little durability issues that far into the game. I don't expect eight days is the oldest <laughs> these things are for anyone. That's the longest anyone's had them besides YouTube reviewers. And, <laughs> and they're breaking. It, that's it's barely unbelievable. a week. And it's when you think like two, like you think like upgraded version. So yeah, that's very sad to see. Uh, yeah, well, I know. This is literally the pro headband. It's, oh, yeah, <laughs> it's elite. It's so <laughs> it's yeah, elite the elite at headband. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope Facebook can pull their head out of it here. Like this is the VR industry doesn't need setbacks. We've got some momentum. We've got good things happening. We don't need more bad publicity right now. And Facebook, who's now probably the biggest player in VR, is getting some bad publicity over this. Exactly. So I hope they see that as like a, an important thing as to the VR industry as a whole, and they do the right thing. Recall these quickly if they really are breaking like this, and fix this. Don't just let this ride because you're gonna f VR again, and we don't need that. We deserve better. Get it together, Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Thank you so much for hanging out here, all of you that are here. If you're not on the Discord server, if you want to have, if you have questions you want to ask us, you want to be answered on the podcast, you just want to chat directly with us, come hang out on Discord. It's in the show notes. It's in the description. You can click the invite link and come hang out with us. If you really love this podcast and you think you want to take it even further, we have a Patreon. It's $5 a month. It does, it goes a long ways in supporting podcasts. Luckily, the podcast costs aren't huge. So the few patrons we have, you're, it's, it's almost... It's almost fitting the bill already, which is amazing. Thank you to all of you who have been patrons. If you're listening, what should they do? They should check us out. Come see us, right? Yes, come to our Discord. Come to the Discord. Come to the YouTube channel if you're listening. And if you're watching, check us out in case, in case you're like, oh, I can't always watch the podcast. I can't. I miss bits of it. Check us out on Spotify, Overcast, Everything. iTunes, Google. Yeah, you can listen to it there while you're painting your house like Destiny. And, you know, <laughs> it's, it's the best. Not miss an episode. <laughs> well dude we still don't have an official outro yet we need to figure that out right adam you got an idea you want to take us out with some i have wine? no idea i think we had something last week and i have no <laughs> idea what it was <laughs> well thanks everybody and uh thanks for diving in. in with us yeah <laughs> there you go yeah <laughs> he's like just throwing it out there <laughs> awesome